my conversation with her was recorded. It has her admitting to me that she knew that he had a heart murmur when she sold the puppy to us. She rewrote completely the whole report with his headline, with his business name on top of that report. I just did an interview with CBC, which was on The National on the weekend. They did expose Oxana. They showed pictures of Oxana. And you wouldn't believe the people that are reaching out to me with their story of what they've gone through and going through with their puppies that they have got, you know, from Oxana. Welcome to Puppy Scammers, a podcast with an ugly name, but a beautiful purpose. This is episode three, The Forger. In this episode, we talked to Debbie McQueen. Debbie was recently featured on the CBC program, The National, where they shine a light on a puppy broker by the name of Oksana Medvedev, an international importer of French Bulldogs, many of which are fraught with disease and a whole host of genetic ailments. With countless victims coming forward, the CBC decided to produce multiple segments, which can be found on their social media channels. Oksana sold Debbie's family a puppy who they named Eddie, What she didn't tell them was that Oksana's vet had diagnosed Eddie with a heart problem. Rather than disclosing the information to Debbie and her family, she willingly altered the vet documents by removing the heart condition, putting Eddie's life on the line and Debbie's family in turmoil. This is Eddie's story. Let's do this. First of all, welcome and thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast. Um, Thank you. Give us a little breakdown about what happened exactly and how you came to find out about this breeder slash broker, whatever you want to call her. Okay. Um, I guess it was back in 2016. Um, my pit bull that I had for 10 and a half years had passed away. And, um, and a few months later, my youngest daughter begged me to get a Frenchie and I was totally against it. And, um, so, you know, of course she keeps sending me pictures and pictures and pictures. And then she came across this one particular, of course, on Kijiji, um, and as soon as I seen him, it just melted me. So I said, okay, you know what? And being the one that she was doing the research and I was the one okaying it. Um, I had said to her, um, ask these questions to her, which was, you know, are you uh, CKC registered? Are you, you know, do you have the parents on hand? And of course, I wasn't a hundred percent okay with the answers that she came because she would dance around all the, um, the questions, uh, that was asked to her. Um, so anyhow, my daughter, I told her, you know, go look at the, um, make sure you see the parents. She claimed that she had the mother on site and I said, and the, the living conditions too. So anyhow, when she went, her and her fiance at the time went to Newmarket and, uh, met Oxana. When my daughter showed up, a dog did uh, was at the front door greeting her, which was Oxana had said it was the mother to the pup we were looking at. So my daughter said, yep, I met the mother. The mother was very friendly, really good, you know, disposition of her. She, you know, everything looked good. So, you know, I felt comfortable. I trusted my daughter's opinion. I said, okay, my daughter brought the dog home. Uh, the puppy. And as soon as she walked in with the dog, of course, I fell in love with him. And he was so tiny. He was only like four, 4.3 pounds. My English bulldog had a vet appointment the very next day, which was only coincidental. I took the puppy with me so that the vet could take a look at them, mm-hmm. uh, which was in Cabin Hills. 
So I take the puppy and my English and uh, introduce him to the vet. And you know what? He says, I'm just going to take him to the back because at Cabin Hills, there's quite a few vets on hand. Well, when he came back, he had said to me, he goes, I believe he has a heart murmur. He says, and that's why I took him to the back so that my coworkers can, you know, confirm as well. And they hear it. He says, but you know what? He goes, heart murmurs can go away. He said, but you got to give them up to a year. So I'm like, okay. So over the year, you know, like Eddie was growing, he was a smaller Frenchie. Um, but my vet had reassured me that it that was better that he was smaller because of the fact, you know, the heart murmur. So when the year hit, um, again, he had his yearly uh, visit and he said to me, he goes, I recommend you take him down to a cardiologist. So I did contact Oxana. Now, when I first found out about the heart murmur, she was really, you know, um, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, you know, uh, but, you know, heart murmurs can go away. And she says, make sure you get pet insurance. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not 100% on pet insurance. She goes, no, 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 no. Get pet insurance. Get pet insurance. And I said, it won't be doing any good anyhow because of the fact that um, he's already been diagnosed. And she says, no, dear, make sure you get your vet to change the data when he was diagnosed. And I'm like, I am not doing that. I said, that's fraud. And I said, besides, I would never ask anybody to do that. So she tried to push me on it. I said, no. Fast forward the year, I had called her, told her that I was told that his visit to the cardiologist down in Toronto would cost roughly a hundred or a thousand dollars. She agreed to pay for half and I was to call her when I was done. I take Eddie down, my daughter and I, after he did all of his testing on him, he had said to me, he goes like, this is a genetic. And I said, so he would have been born, born with this? And he goes, yes. And I go, so the breeder I got him from would have known. And she said, um, he said, yes, she definitely would have known when she sold you the puppy. Well, when I got Eddie, I was given a vet, a vet report. And on it, it was all on there saying he was healthy. He, had, he was up to date on the shots. Now, mind you, when I did take that piece of paper to my vet, he had made a point of saying to me, he goes, He's had a lot of shots very quickly, which I, I didn't even I didn't even think anything other than the fact that she was just trying to sell him quickly, I guess. I, you know, because he was the last one of the litter. It didn't even raise any flags to me at the time. I get out to my Jeep and I call her on my Bluetooth. I have a dash cam. Well, I didn't know how important that dash cam would be until later on. So I called her and I told her who I was. And of course... She sells puppies to here and there and to everybody. And she was a little confused when I first called her and I had to explain who I was and I had Eddie at the cardiologist. And then she said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I explained to her what exactly what the cardiologist had said to me. And she said, oh, dear, that's too bad. And I said to her, I said, well, he told me that you would have known about this when, you know, we, Haley picked the dog up, the puppy up. And she says, Oh, well, and I go, Oxana, did you know about this? Did you know of, that he had this heart? She goes, well, yes. She said, my vet said that it was innocent and that it would go away in time. And I said, so you did know about this? And I said, so my question to you is, is why didn't you disclose that to us when the puppy was picked up? Well, the phone goes blank. And I thought because of the area I was in, I might have dropped her, right? Because I was on my Bluetooth. And I was driving. So I called her like five, six times after. And it's like, nope, it's clearly she's ignoring my 
calls. My daughter even tried texting her and saying, you know, my mom would like to talk to you about this. And finally, she texts my daughter back and tells my daughter that I was rude to her on the phone call and that she's not going to deal with me. And she only wants to deal with me through emails and stuff. And, and I thought I wasn't rude to her. But then I, then the more I thought about it, I thought, well, maybe I was a little bit because, you know, I was upset when I came out. Maybe I was. So, you know what? I was still giving her the benefit of the doubt. I get home and I'm thinking, I thought, I'm going to find out for my husband if my, my Jeep, the dash cam has audio on it. And sure enough, it does. So I pulled the card out. Sure enough, my conversation with her was recorded. So it has her admitting to me that she knew that he had a heart murmur when she sold the puppy to us. The more I thought about it, I was driving to work the next day and I thought, I'm contacting her, her vet service that she said that she took Eddie to. I called him, told him who I was. And at the time she called Eddie Black Devil. And the girl who answered, I told her exactly who I was and what she, Oksana had named Eddie. And she's like, oh yeah, I have his report right here. And I said, she goes, how's the little guy doing anyway? And I said, well, actually I said, he's got a heart murmur. And she goes, oh yeah, I see that here on his report. And I'm like, really? So I asked her if she could send it over to me right away, which she did. And right there on the original vet report, it said he had a heart murmur twice. It was on there. So I was looking at the one she gave me, the one that he, you know, that I was just sent by the vets. And sure enough, yep, she had the whole, the two papers, like comparing the two, she had messed up big time. But I would never have known that if I hadn't have seen the vet report. She rewrote completely the whole report with his headline, with his business name on top of that report. Because even when I looked at his, some of the other, like some of the shots that uh, Eddie had received, the original one was put down one way. And then the one that she had redone was like backwards sort of thing. Uh, The main ones, though, were the actual heart murmur part was completely taken out. After that, um, so now that I had this in my hands and I was at work at the time, so I waited for my break. I went and I ended up sending her a text. And I said to her, I had this evidence. I had her admitting on, I have her recording, admitting that she knew about Eddie's heart murmur. And I said, I also have the original vet reports. And I said to her, listen, all I want is my money back, what I paid for Eddie. And I also want the full amount of the cardiologist bill. And I told her to e-transfer me by the end of the day. And I said, and if I don't hear back from you, I will be taking legal action. So I left it with her and whatever. And I actually gave her an extra day before I, I thought, okay, I haven't heard nothing. I started getting all the evidence that I possibly could on her. And off I went to the new market courts and filed a small claims court against her. So in total, and I was also filing, um, I was also going for pain and suffering because I was told by the cardiologist that Eddie would only live half of his life because of how severe his heart murmur is. So, uh, and he had also said at that time that it wasn't recommended that he had the surgery um, because it's only a 50-50 chance that it would work. And because he was so little um, and the surgery cost between five and $7,000. It was only a 50-50 chance and of his survival and even working for him. So I didn't want to put him through anything more. What happens to Eddie, though, um, is is that he faints. 
he, um, he gets too excited. He jumps, he gets excited. He sees another dog. He'll get excited. My English bulldog and him cannot play because he faints. And what's going to happen is, um, he'll just die. He just, wow. he'll just go into a fainting and he won't come out. And we've had pr- some pretty close calls lately because he gets excited. He'll see another dog and down he goes. And, um, he has lost some of his, uh, body functions when he's fainted. Um, and thankfully I've been able to get him back. Um, I tip him upside down and massage his heart and that's how I can bring him back. Every single day when I leave to go to work, I close all the blinds and I turn the music on so he can't hear anything outside. I can't take the chance of them start playing and then he faints or he sees something outside. So it's pretty severe, his uh, heart murmur. Back to me filing uh, the case against Oxana, um, I had to come up with a plan now to serve her. So um, I blocked up my number and I called her number and I set up an appointment so I could go see a puppy. So Oxana has never seen me. I've never seen her. Um, so I did know, and I was told by the courts that I could serve anybody who answers the door as long as they're over 18 years old. So when my appointment came time, I knocked on the door and when she opened the door, I didn't know if it was Oxana or if it was her daughter, Sophia. I stepped inside. She reaches out to shake my hand and she says, hi, I'm Oxana. And I thought, perfect. And I go, hi, I'm Debbie, Eddie's mom. And her face dropped when she's seen. She goes, uh, uh, what are you doing here? And I said, well, I told you. If you didn't give me my money back, I said I was going to take legal action. And I said, here's your papers. Consider yourself served. And she goes, oh, oh, okay. I said, okay. Goodbye. And away I went. So now she had 20 days to respond to that, which she didn't. So I waited 21 days. I go back to the courts and they said, yep. You can file. So I left the courthouse. I went to the police station in Newmarket and I took them the vet reports, the two that I had. And I said, I believe she's, you know, frauded me here. They in they interviewed myself and they also interviewed my daughter at the same time while I was over there. And um, they said that they would investigate. And that Friday morning I went to court, small claims court. I was awarded all of my money, which was over $17,000 in total. Because I was, I was, did pain and suffering, wage losses, my travel time, what I've already paid for in court fees. Oh, there was just a list. And what I paid for Eddie and five years of cardiologist bills is what I estimated as well. He's on, on um, a heart medication for the rest of his life, which helps with, uh, you know, to ease up any pressure onto his heart. So that afternoon, don't I get an email? from somebody who I don't, I didn't know who it was. And it turned out to be a paralegal that's representing Oxana. And they said they wanted me to um, let her have a chance to fight in court. And I'm like, well, this seems pretty ironic how she had, you know, so many days to, you know, get a hold of them. And now that I've been awarded all this. So, you know what? I thought, okay, fair enough. Let's play, you know, fair ball here. And I did, I said, okay, fine. Well, anyhow, then it ended up getting a little messier after that. So I had to get myself a lawyer because it was just going stupid. I had been fighting this since April 2018, and she has never yet denied any of this. Okay. And even she was charged with forgery and 
uttered a forged document. So she had two charges against her. Now she had a criminal lawyer for that. And she was back and forth, of course, you know, delaying, delaying, delaying. And then finally, um, I was told that they were going to make a, I guess, a decision on this one particular day, which I went and I wasn't allowed into the courtroom and I wanted to talk to the crown attorney and I wasn't allowed in for some reason. I don't know why, but anyhow, it came out that she was, uh, the charges were going to be dropped. She was going to be put on a peace bond and she was to pay me some restitution. So which she did. I got a check from her criminal lawyer and um, and she was put on a peace bond so that she couldn't come near myself or my daughter. Um, I was just still, you know, what I, I would have liked even some charges, but they said because it was her first offense, um, they really couldn't, you know, put the hammer down on her, which I don't know why not, because it was known that she does is known to sell sick puppies as we've heard, you know, recently on, you know, TV that I'm not the only one that she's done this to. So witness wise, it's gone right to trial. So which was back in almost a year ago, uh, November 4th is when I, the trial was starting on the stand came my, my vet who first examined Eddie, my cardiologist came from Toronto. He also testified on my behalf and so did Oxana's vet. He showed up and testified on my behalf. He got up there and said that um, this was his report. His report said a heart murmur. And he said that he remembered talking to Oxana about it. He verified that um, she, she knew. So as he was on the stand, Oxana's paralegal stood up and is now accusing his staff at the veterinary that they had doctored it. They have no defense. So they're grasping at straws now. So after those three testified in court, uh, the judge adjourned it for the day and said, you know, we'll come back and hear um, my family side of the story. In the meantime, doesn't that judge retire? So now I have to start all over right beginning of the trial again. So which I had two dates set was May 3rd and 4th and COVID hit and everything got pushed. As of right now, I'm sitting to go back to court with her on the small claims court. Her paralegal in the meantime with throughout this has offered me $3,000 and I am not allowed to talk about it. And I said, absolutely not. I I'm not happy with that at all. I am to the point right now where I would rather talk publicly about this. It's not about money. It's about the fact of what she's doing to other families, what she's done to myself, um, what she's done to these poor dogs. Like these poor dogs are, they're the ones who really, really suffer because they go through a lot to just to try to get healthy. That's more important to me than any amount of money that she could possibly get. And since then, um, I have, I've done my own research and found other people that she's um, sold sick puppies to connected with uh, there's now a scam page on Facebook and Instagram which is called eight star bulldogs um, but she goes under multiple different names she's changed her first name she's changed um, her business names so she's very hard to um, find on the internet she's still on Kijiji 
Um, I just found out yesterday alone, she has another name up right now on Facebook and it's R-O-X-Y space T-A-L-E-S. She's running another Facebook page under that name right now. People are reaching out to me now. So it's um, it's been very interesting and very emotionally draining as well. Recently, I did hear back from my lawyer and asked me if I want to do a conference settlement. And I'm like, we've already done that. I'm not going backwards with this. And he says, well, this might be our best choice right now. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay to wait. Like I said, I'm not out for the money. So it's not like I'm waiting to get the money, uh, you know, whatever I am awarded, if I'm awarded. And even if I am awarded, a small claims court, now I have to, I have to go after her to pay me. I know I've put her through hell since this is all came out back in April when I've served her. And I'm, I'm good with that. And she's also contacted my lawyer and has said that because I'm, as she said, shooting my mouth off, uh, her business has been affected. And I'm like, perfect. And as you're well aware, I just did an interview with CBC, which was on the national on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And um, they did expose Oxana. They showed pictures of Oxana. Um, and you wouldn't believe the people that are reaching out to me with their story of what they've gone through and going through with their puppies that they have got, you know, from Oxana. CBC contacted her to do an interview and she got her lawyer to send a letter and they blatantly came right out and said, Oxana has never knowingly sold a sick puppy to anybody. That is a flat out lie because I have her on audio admitting that she knew and the fact that she has never, ever denied it, never has denied selling me Eddie without knowing. And another thing I'd like to add too is, is when she got onto that and they said criminally, she was charged criminally, but the charges were dropped. Okay. Yeah, they were dropped, but you just don't go on a peace bond just because, and you don't um, pay out somebody restitution just because there's gotta be something behind it. Yeah, right there shows your guilt. I was okay to do the interview with CBC um, because at first when they contacted me, I had said, you know what, I'm in court with her still. I don't know how. And then I thought, no, I'm doing it because it has to get out there to the public because me keeping quiet behind the scenes, which I have, uh, because whenever somebody would post that they're looking for a French bulldog, I would send them a private message because I didn't want to put it out there. I was told I'm okay as long as I tell the truth and tell my story. It's my story. It's exactly how things went down. And I have proof to show for everything. That was confirmed by my lawyer. She cannot come after me as long as I tell the truth. And it's my story. What advice would you have to people puppy shopping? Oh, my gosh. If you're looking specifically for a French bulldog, Reach out to the people on those sites. I used to say to check out the CKC until recently it was told that anybody can basically get on there. So I'm I'm not even 100% on that anymore because they're not screened like I think they should be. Yeah. I really believe reach out to other owners of that breed. Um, go on to those different sites. Like That's why you, know, you join these sites is to help each other out. This past Saturday, I had somebody send me a message through Facebook, um, and apparently I had told her my story back at the beginning of this year, and she reached out to me on Saturday night and had said to me how thankful she is for me to tell my story because she goes, 
I never did go with Oxana. She says, and now she says, I'm just so thankful to you for telling me this. So this is what I believe people need to do. Re- do your research, like read the reviews on these people that you're thinking about going, get onto these sites and talk to other owners. Thank you so much for, uh, being on the podcast and, uh, Uh, please keep us up to date with everything. And I I would also like to talk to other people that you know of that have uh, um, dealt with the same person. Medvedev, I guess is her last name. Oksana Medvedev. That's that's correct. Oksana Um, Medvedev. That's right. Yeah. So I'm obviously stay away from her if you can. Uh, But I mean, like you said, she, she, by now she's probably going by other names. She's known as Roxy tales on Facebook now. And by the time this comes out and if she hears it, I imagine she'll change to something else, but that's right. I, I imagine a lot of people will be trying to keep tabs on her um, and make yes. sure that she's doing things legally. But there's so many of them out there uh, that, you know, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I just yeah. don't get it. because. Um, but I do know that there is going to be another episode come out, but it's going to be on the marketplace. And it's right. going to be about coffee mills as well. And I was told that that was going to be aired approximately mid-November. Okay. Um so I would advise everybody to keep an eye on that program as well, because I do know of a couple of other people, um, Oxana's victims that are in that, those, that program on the marketplace. Yeah. And well, thank you for doing this as well. Like, oh. this is incredible. Yeah. We're yeah. happy to do it. And uh, Kimberly, I don't know if you've heard of Kismut uh, Dog Rescue. She's been a gigantic help with all this. If you haven't heard about her, check her out her website because uh, she basically helped us through this whole thing and um she's been a great resource as far as learning and educating people so well thank okay. you so much debbie i'm i'm very uh heartbroken for you and your family having to deal with this i'm glad that little eddie is still with you guys yes. and hope hopefully uh you know with your guidance and your your help with him he can he can live a little bit longer than expected i hope so okay thanks very much mark thank you so much okay bye. thank you bye-bye Thank you for listening. Please remember to do proper research when looking to add a puppy or a dog to your household. Kijiji is not an ideal place to be shopping for dogs. The people on the other side of the screen may not be who they seem, and oftentimes you may never even meet them. You can find plenty of reputable breeders online without having to go to Kijiji. Next time on Puppy Scammers. Back in June, uh, a flight, a Lufthansa flight, bringing puppies from the Ukraine to Canada arrived in Toronto. There were over 500, and out of those, at least three dozen died in transit or arrived dead or died at the airport shortly after arrival. This was discovered because a person concerned about animal welfare was picking up a cat uh, that was arriving from Russia, and she saw dead bodies of French bulldogs being put out for the trash and garbage bags. The scope of of the the death and the suffering was extreme. And uh, part of the cause of the deaths were that these dogs were crammed into crates, multiple puppies per crate. They were shipped in cargo. Uh, They could have been in transit for days from the originating country by the time they got here. But in some cases, I understand the deaths were caused because at the at the airport for the originating uh, flight, the puppy the puppy's crates were stacked on pallets and wrapped in plastic wrap to keep them together, and so they suffocated.